I just want you to close your eyes. Just pray. Thank God for today. How He's been good to us, been with us. Just thank Him. Close your eyes. Just thank the Lord. You are awesome, God. How great you are. You are God. Mighty are your miracles. We stand in awe of your holy name. Oh, Jesus, Lord, we bow and worship you. Lord, we bow and worship. We honor your presence among us. You have been good to us today. Thank you for the strength you've given us. Thank you for how in different ways and forms you have spoken to us, ministered to us. We're grateful. Lord, as we wrap up and leave, we pray that you will affirm what you have done in our hearts today in a way that as we eventually dispatch and leave this place, your words will continue to resonate in our hearts. Even when we lie down on our beds, that we'll hear your voice speaking to us drawing us to yourself into the very place where you are in your presence thank you lord in jesus name amen amen i ask that we sit down we won't be long in the next by quarter to six we should be done okay so yeah, just sit, sit along and follow along. Quiet, 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 quiet. We're in God's presence, quiet. I just want to touch on a few things that I want you to remember. Today, who is talking? Okay. Give, give the pencils or pen back, especially if you had my pen. I lost all my pens. Um, this is mine. Um, I think, yeah, and I, I, I have that one. Just those. Okay. Guys. How has today been? Have you learned something? What's something that you've learned today? <coughs> yes, I need one person at least from each aisle. So it's one, <laughs> there's only two there, so it's one of you. Yes, Ivanov. God will, God will forgive you if you repent. You truly repent. You'll face a consequence, right? God has to um, judge sin. And he's inviting all of us. It's who's here without sin? I mean, come on. <laughs> There's nobody without sin. So we, uh, we all have to constantly be in repentance mode. Okay? Repentance mode. The, the day you stop repenting, you are started dying. 
You have to constantly be in repentance mode. And one of your prayers should always be, Holy Spirit, please show me the things in my heart, in my life that doesn't please you. You should always be praying that. Because the Bible says, the way of, um, of a man is right in his own eyes. And doing some things you think that oh, is the right thing to do. You don't know that God is even displeased with you. Right? So you constantly, Holy Spirit, can you show me? Or is there something I'm doing that it doesn't please you? And that's what I want to just in this few minutes talk to you guys about. But anyway, what else did you learn today? This side. <laughs> he said he's going to talk. Hey, there was a lot that has happened today. <laughs> no, I we, we, okay, we all agree that you are having visions. You weren't sleeping. You were having visions. Okay, but uh, about the music that we listen to, mm-hmm. we have to make sure that we listen to music that will bring us closer to God, mm-hmm. that will point us towards God. Right. Yeah. Music that will bring us closer to God and point us toward God. Yes, Myra. Um, today I learned that there is that each of us have spiritual gifts and there's an online <laughs> test you can take to find out those spiritual gifts. So wow. If you're interested in it, you don't have yeah. to wait for God to give you a vision. Yeah. Who, 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 who talked about that? You awesome. Yeah, but you can take See, I missed. I missed that part. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you can read the book, though. Yes. That's good. I finished it. So, so all of us have to take that test, right? Yes, we did it before. Yes, is it that same one? Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Spiritual gifts test. Then it helps you to know. Oh, you like to encourage people, so maybe your gift is encourager or. If you want the proper term, someone who will be like a sort of a pastor or a shepherd, helping people, guiding people. You know, a lot of people come to you for advice. Why? Why is that? Why don't you go to their other friend? Right? Because there's something God's deposited in you that helps them. Right? You're able to lead. Nobody appoints you, but you just get up and lead the group in the class. Why is that? Okay. One last thing, yes, Shemuel? Um, I learned that praying isn't only about talking to God, but also listening to what Exactly. That's a powerful part of prayer, listening. Listening to God. Listening to God. You don't want to be in that mode where, chip, 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 chip. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I'm at that stage now with my little boys. Can, can someone close the main door and then close this one so that noise doesn't come in? My two-year-old, Elisha, Oh man, daddy, 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 daddy. He'll talk and talk and talk, not wait for you to talk back. It's so irritating. It's like, it's okay, keep quiet. Daddy, I'm sorry. Daddy, I'm sorry. He'll say I'm sorry like 20 times. (laughs) Right? And sometimes that's how we behave with God. Just talk, talk, talk. And the moment God's about to say something, you just get up and go. Right? And he'll keep it to himself. Imagine, he came to Samuel, called Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel didn't respond to him. Samuel went to Eli. God had something to say to Samuel. He didn't continue. He just stopped. 
second time, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel didn't reply him, went to Eli. God still wanted to tell him something, but he stopped. He didn't say it. And third time, it was not until Samuel said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Then God went a step further and began to tell him things. So imagine many times God comes, um, Myra, Myra. Myra is um, FaceTiming or what, Snapchatting or busy with the exams. So there's this paper I need to work on, God, maybe another time. And God would just zip up and not say, that's God. So, what I want us to go home with in the grand scheme of things, in the next 15 minutes, the presence. Because what is on my heart for you guys, really, is that you will have that contact, connection to God. I have seen through my life growing up in your stage, many people just following along, being part of the boat. We're going with the go. We are doing this, they go. Having this event, they come. I mean, they, they're part. But I've seen many people who are like that never get close to God. Because, like I was talking to you this morning about um, Eli's sons, they didn't know God and they didn't care about it. Right? So they didn't have the knowledge of God. I mean, I told you guys before, long time ago when I was your age, my pastor told me, God can be known. It's never left me. It's like you can know God. And I'm not talking of some head knowledge. Like you can experience God, have God, and, and, and be with God. It's possible that you, wherever you are now, can encounter God in a way that will transform your life forever. You know? And the choice is yours, really. You can decide to just um, tag on along, never get deep, never really get into God, just be on the surface. And like Samuel, God will just stand by. Um, if you don't want me to go any further, well, I'll just stop here. But the other one who wants to go further and go deeper and is asking for more and wants more, God will open up to that person. So, let's... There's one um, guy in the Bible who don't worry, I'll not talk about all this. But I wanted to just show you some people who encountered God and then quickly talk about what were the characteristics that we could see amongst these people so that we can see who, how we can encounter God's presence, how we can have that presence with us. So we see Moses and the elders of Israel. It's amazing. Pastor Cheryl did an amazing job, went through Moses and how Moses encountered God from the mountain. God, show me your glory. God covered, uh, put him in the cliff of the rock, covered him, passed by. Moses got to see his back parts. Right, so that's, that's there. There's one part there that I'll just touch on briefly so you guys know. I, need, I want to talk about characters of people who encounter the presence and then we'll pray um, all in 15 minutes. Okay, so 
is is fast, very very fast. Okay, so Moses and the elders of Israel. See this this one. I'm just showing you for curiosity, so you guys kind of know. Did you know that um, God appeared on the Mount Sinai? Bless you. God appeared on Mount Sinai, called Moses to the top of a mountain. Moses went up, you know, and Moses. God told Moses, go down and warn the people so they don't come to touch the mountain. Right? And then God invited the priest to come, but he said the priest should consecrate themselves. You want God, you have to consecrate yourself. What is consecration? Means making yourself holy. Setting yourself apart. Okay? So the priest went up, and in Exodus 24, it talks about Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel went up into the mountain. And listen, they saw, the Bible says, and they saw the God of Israel. Okay? They saw him. And there was under his feet. So it means like they actually saw God's feet. And then they saw that under his feet was like a pavement of sapphire stone. Like the very heaven for clearness. Like if you talk of clearness, the, then if there is a heaven for clearness, that's how clear that clearness was. Do you get it? <laughs> Isn't heaven like the place of perfection? Yeah. Right? So if, we have, if you think of anything that is very clear on earth, that's still imperfect because on earth. But if it's a clear in heaven, it's like the perfection of clearness. Right? So that's, that's the description of what it means. Now, and he, that is God, did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel, and they beheld God, as in they were looking upon God. They beheld, they saw God, and they ate and drank. Uh, it doesn't say, but I don't think it's his face because no one can see his face and live. But what's, what strikes me is that it was possible that God, you see, because it's not like there were some special people. God, what I want you to see is God's desire to come close to you and to me. Okay? What's wrong? You guys are okay? Something wrong with me? No? Okay, it's not with me, then let's go on. Yes, Vanessa. In heaven, are we going to see his face? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. But let's move on. Remember, it's 15 minutes. Let's move on. So, they saw God. I thought that was interesting. All this part I'm going to skip because um, Pastor Cheryl went through with us about how Moses encountered God. Now, Samuel, I talked to you briefly about Samuel too. You see, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. And Samuel was lying down and the Lord came. This is the part that I like. He said, the Lord came and stood there. It means, you see, God is not like some wind or something that is, he's a person. You know, he's a person. I mean, he came. So Samuel is lying there. God is somewhere. While Samuel is lying there, God comes where Samuel is and he stands there. Wow. 
I mean, how, I don't know how you would like it that you're sleeping. God comes, stands beside your bed. And God is right there. He didn't see him. He just heard. And God called out to his, he called out his name. Vanessa, Vanessa. He was, he, Samuel was sleeping. Yeah, so Samuel was sleeping. No. Like you're sleeping and then you hear mommy call you. Oh, yeah. Right? And so you get up and then you go to mommy. Mommy, you called me. And mommy said, I didn't call you. Go back and sleep. That was how it was happening to him. He heard, literally, he heard the voice calling his name. And he thought Eli, because Eli was there. Now, I want you to notice where Samuel was sleeping. Listen, notice where he was sleeping. He was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. We're talking about the presence. Samuel, whilst Eli's sons were busy taking meat that didn't belong to them and busy sleeping with a woman in the temple and busy doing all those stuff, Samuel was lying inside the temple where the ark of God was, lying close beside it. Right? Because he had to um, take care of the ark in the lamp, making sure the lamp doesn't go out and all that. They had to, because he was being trained as a priest. But the, the thing that you want to see is his desire to be close to God. When other people were busy doing other things, he just wanted to lie there. Somebody sang a song, he says, I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. You know the song? No. I don't want to worship from afar. Draw me near to where you are. Oh, I, I want to be where you are. Dwelling in your presence. Feasting at your table. Surrounded by your glory. In your presence, that's where I always want to be. I just want to be with you. Lovely song. And Samuel was close to God. No wonder God spoke to him. Let's move on. Enoch, this is my focus. Enoch. The, the son of Dickin Paul. It's called <laughs> Enoch. Bible talks of Enoch that he walked with God. He says Enoch lived 65 years. He fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God and he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. That's all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not or they couldn't find him because God took him. He disappeared. They couldn't find him. Just like Elijah. He never died. Enoch never died. One day they realized he is no, he's no longer around. They never found him. And listen to what the Bible says. Now listen. This was Genesis. We go fast track into the New Testament, into Hebrews. Are you listening? Yeah, yeah. And the writer of Hebrews talks about him. He says, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. 
and he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it's impossible to please him for whoever will draw near to God. Whoever will draw near to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. You see why Enoch was able to walk with God? He drew near to God. And when he drew near to God, he was able to please God. Because, I mean, how can you please me if you don't even know my favorite food? I mean, do you know my favorite food? Yeah, you say all the time. What's that? Probably no, it's not banco. My favorite food is not banco. No, my favorite, my favorite food is not omone kontomri. See? See, because you are not, you are not, you are not near. See, you are not near. No, it's not Jalal. It's not Jeho. No, it's not Kokonte. No, it's not Kokoni beans. You see, you need to draw near to me. As you draw near to me, my my favorite food. It's salad. It's oh. omuto and chicken. I You said it? Oh, really? Omuto and chicken. Rice, rice gun, rice gun, or mutu. Rice, rice gun. Rice gun. Rice gun. They say rice gun. Mutu. Cutting quiet. All right, guys. Few minutes. Now listen. Yes. Now listen. You see, you guys have taken all my time. Yeah. I know. You have to stay in I have to I have to stick to my time. Yes. Now the point is if you were near me, you will know what I want. And when you give me what I want, you make me happy. So you please me. If you are not near me and I come to your house and you make apa prancer, you spend all your time to make apa prancer. Some diet Ghanaian diet that I don't even like, right? You spend, you spend all your energy. You are trying hard to please me. So like, like, like Martha and Mary. Jesus comes because Martha is far. He thinks that Jesus likes food. He doesn't know that Jesus just likes for you to sit and talk to him. He's busy making all whatever. Jesus said, Martha, you are worried about many things. There's only one thing that is needful. And Mary has found it. And nobody can take it away from her. So Enoch, that's why he was able to walk with God. He was near God. He knew what God likes. He always did it. So he said that he had this testimony. He pleased God. When you are like that, the presence will always be with you. The presence. Of, I mean, God, God likes to be around such people. People who please him. And the only way to do that is to draw near to God. Okay? Draw near. Be very intentional. Don't leave it to chance. Like, be very intentional. We started some devotion thing online. All of you get on through the U version. Let's send the link around. I think it's really great. Yeah. The witness one. I'm really being blessed. 
Yeah. You just read the verse and then just write out whatever you you are blessed with. You don't even have to write, but it's good when you write it. Then we all share, right? We're all blessed. Okay? So we'll send out the link. We'll send out the link. All right. Now, here, characteristics of people who encountered the presence of God. Yes. Okay. Let's listen. What are the characteristics of people who encountered God? Number one was holiness. All the people that I saw that they had that close encounter with God, they lived holy lives. And the Bible actually says in Hebrews, listen, the Bible says in Hebrews, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. So it's clear, Hebrews 12, 14, I think. I have it, but because of time, I can't go there. If you don't live holy, forget about the presence. He won't come around you. He won't come around you. The other thing was a pure heart. You see, purity means something that is not mixed. When we say, like, pure gold. Pure gold doesn't have any mixture in it, right? It's pure. It's, it's one thing that is there. When the Bible talks about a pure heart, it's talking about a heart that is only for God. So your heart must only be for God. It shouldn't be for other things in the world. God doesn't like competition. You are following him. He wants all of you or none at all. Right? Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You want to see God? You want to walk with the presence? Have a pure heart. Your whole heart must be for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, I am right on the dot. A contrite heart. What is a contrite heart? A heart that is broken. Broken heart. Not the kind of love broken heart. But a heart that is soft. A heart that when God tells you, you've done this thing wrong, just break down and cry. Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me. It's a repentant heart. You see, because we are not perfect. I mean, whatever it is, you find yourself in one thing or the other. But the Holy Spirit is there to convict you. The moment he convicts you, you don't be like Eli who said, oh, uh, it's the Lord. Let him do whatever he wants. No. You be like David. When the Nathan pointed out and said, David, you are the man. You have done this. And, and, and killed Uriah. The Bible said David came from his throne and fell down and said, I have sinned. That is a contrite heart. When you are like that, easily God will, will, will show himself to you. The fear of God. The fear of God is what will keep you away from sin. And lastly, obedience. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. And the one who obeys my commandment, Jesus said, I will come with my father and we will show ourselves to him. Jesus said it. It's there in the Bible. The one who obeys me, he said, I will come with my father and we will show ourselves. I'm telling you, God wants to show himself to us. Like, real. But if we are not prepared, he won't do it because it will be deadly. It will be like the people opening the ark to look into it. One blow. 70 of them died. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but when you are ready by preparing your heart and everything, that way when he comes, you are not a casualty, but you are getting more into God. Me, that's my prayer for myself and for you guys. Amen. Let's be on our feet. Hallelujah.
So, we thank God. I, I trust you've been blessed. This is the beginning. We want your journey through this school year to be full of the presence. Let that be your prayer. Close your eyes and pray. Say, Lord, in this school year, let there be a difference in my life in school because of your presence. Just pray this prayer. Let there be a difference in my life in school because of your presence. Teach me to engage your presence every single day. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can I ask Dick and Paul to please pray and close us? Amen. Very powerful. Shall we share the grace?